You are locked on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, everybody. This is uh, Chris Russell, the host of the Locked On Redskins podcast. This is episode number 326. Um, Normally, this episode would have been uh, on Sunday night after another Redskins loss, 33-7 to the New England Patriots at FedEx Field. Uh, The Redskins once had a 7-6 lead in that game, and then it was a complete debacle and embarrassment and disaster as usual, um, which led to Jay Gruden, and we'll get to that in just a second. As you probably already know, Jay Gruden has been dismissed um, as of about 6 o'clock Monday morning Eastern time by the Washington Redskins after five-plus years at an 0-5 start. let me just address this. The reason why we didn't have a post-game episode and the reason why uh, this episode is late and uh, will be kind of inconsistent this week, to say the least, uh, is because I'm uh, I'm down in Orlando, Florida. Um, unfortunately, my brother, uh, 30 years old, Joseph, uh, passed away on Friday. And, um, you know, of course, uh, trying to help out my family as much as I possibly can and uh, trying to take care of the funeral arrangements. And uh, they are quite, um, you know, quite exhausting and, and costly and uh, all that stuff. Um, so um, the the wake and service viewing, whatever you want to call it, will be Tuesday night, um, Eastern time, five to nine, and then the funeral will be Wednesday, and then I will fly back to Virginia on Thursday uh, during the day. Um, so we won't be up to full speed again, you know, for a couple of days here. But I did want to um, address that and uh, dedicate um, whatever I do and, and and whatever this means to my brother, um, who had a really hard life. He had a lot of health issues, um, you know. He received a lot of medical care and treatment. Some of it was okay and good, and some of it was quite honestly not good. Uh, and some of it, you know, is subject to review, uh, I guess is the best way I could put it. And uh, it's a terrible loss and a terrible tragedy for me and my family. Uh, and, um, you know, really, you know, he was, you know, we were close. Um you know, we didn't see each other often, but we just saw each other last August uh, when he came through Virginia a couple of times to visit. We had dinner and, you know, hung out a couple of times and he slept at my house and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, unfortunately, um, life is precious and too short. And uh, again, he passed away on Friday. So uh, if you can keep my brother in your thoughts and uh, your prayers and um you know, keep my family, uh, me, um, you know, in the same vein, I would appreciate it very much. So, um, unfortunately, I've had a lot of depth to deal with and um, encounter just in the year or so that I've been doing this podcast. Uh, and unfortunately, it's probably not going to get any better. I, I, I don't, I don't know when it's going to get better if it's ever going to get better. So. Uh, that's the reason for the late nature of this podcast and no podcast on Sunday night as we would typically do. Now, 
Uh, to the news of the day, Jay Gruden has been fired by the Washington Redskins on Monday morning. Uh, they released a statement, and, you know, look, the, the they can release whatever statements they want, and they can do whatever they want. Uh, the bottom line is this. They fired the guy and relieved him of his duties and put out a quote through the public relations release that wasn't attributed to anybody, for whatever that's worth. And they said, quote, through the first five games of the 2019 season, the team has clearly not performed up to expectations, and we all share in that responsibility. Moving forward, we are committed to doing all that we can collectively as an organization to turn things around and give our Redskins fans and alumni a team they can be proud of in 2019 and beyond, end quote. Uh, that was in the press release. There was no, uh, again, attribution to that. Who knows if that was just a PR thing, if that was what Bruce Allen uh, told PR to do. Remember, uh, former now senior vice president of communications, Tony Wiley, is no longer with the organization. He left for Special Olympics about a week ago. This was his first day on the job uh, at his new employer. Uh, so he's kind of the only lucky one in that regard. Um, it doesn't matter who the quote was attributed to or how sloppy that part was handled. Um, the bottom line is, is they released the statement at 7.07 Eastern time, uh, Monday morning and the firing apparently went down, uh, you know, around 5 a.m. Uh, roughly when Jay Gruden showed up for work, he had been tipped off to, you know, that, that something would be happening on Monday morning, I guess. And so we thank Bruce Allen, uh, and Dan Snyder for the opportunity and then left, um, let me just say this. By the way, uh, Bill Callahan is the interim head coach, as fully expected. Uh, Bill Callahan is a Bruce Allen disciple. Uh, not to say that he he absolutely sees things and agrees with Bill Callahan, with Bruce Allen the right way, but Bruce Allen and Bill Callahan, the reason why Bill Callahan is here and is still here is largely because of Bruce Allen. Bill Callahan tried to also, from what I was told, lead the organization this past offseason because he was exhausted and tired of the circus and Bruce Allen would not let him out of his contract. Um, so for whatever that's worth, he's the interim head coach. They're just calling in the head coach. He's the interim head coach. It's not a long-term thing, permanent thing. It'll be that way for the rest of the year. Now, um, Jay Gruden is a good man overall. He's funny. He's engaging. He's personal. Uh, personable, I guess. Uh, players liked him. Players played hard for him. I think, um, for the most part, players, they didn't always play well. They certainly didn't always play well. They were very sloppy for much of his tenure, if not all of his tenure. They did not handle prosperity well, but they played hard for Jay Gruden. So this is not an effort thing. This is an execution thing. And they just didn't execute in any way, shape, or form anywhere close to what they're capable of, even though there is a very clear, distinct disparity or uh, gap between how Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder view what they're capable of and what every other normal human being alive on planet Earth with red blooding uh, running through their veins views how the Redskins were built, orchestrated, constructed, and what their reasonable expectation should have been. So... Again, this is not an effort. This was an execution problem. And there was one time, uh, I, I forget the guy's name, uh, 
John, not not John McVay, um, uh, John Robinson, maybe it was longtime head coach. You know, basically asked about the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1978, their lack of execute or their execution uh, in terms of going winless, and he said, "Yeah, execution. I'm all in favor of it." Well, you know. Some people might want to execute, for lack of a better term, the Washington Redskins franchise because there has been a complete lack of execution. Again, I don't think this is an effort thing. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think I am. Um, This was a complete, again, lack of execution consistently uh, and over the years. All right. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. We're going to make the next two segments short. Uh, We'll get to what Bruce Allen had to say on Monday. We'll get to what Bill Callahan, the new interim head coach, had to say on Monday as well. Um, And we will do that for you as well. That's coming up next right here on LOR 326. I'm Chris Russell. Guys, I'm Chris Russell for Locked On Redskins. Most guys have tried ways to last longer. But saying the Pledge of Allegiance in your head or counting backwards from 10, that doesn't always work. The folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer-lasting sex. Roman Swipes are a clinically proven way to last longer in bed. They're effective, easy to use, fast-acting, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in a discreet, unmarked package, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it. Get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL for $10 off and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We welcome you back to episode number 326 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. So Bruce Allen spoke to the media and took questions, which never really happens and hasn't happened since they reorganized the front office, promoting Doug Williams and Eric Schaefer, uh, and as well, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, reshuffling around Scott Campbell and, and all that. So Bruce Allen spoke, and look, he basically said um, they didn't want to make the firing. They didn't want to fire Jay Gruden. Uh, they never thought they would be 0-5. They have the talent to be better than 0-5. I, I don't think anybody would agree with that. Uh, nobody should feel bad for Jay Gruden in terms of, well, he wasn't given a fair chance here. He was. Five years and five games. They didn't want to do that. They didn't. He knew, you know, they knew he didn't want to fire a staff. So, you know, they were in a position where they had to fire the head coach, and that's the right thing to do. I think everyone could agree that that is the right thing to do. Firing Jay Gruden, keeping Jay Gruden was solving nothing. It was just a hemorrhaging. It was awful. You know, whether it was Dwayne Haskins related or not, that's that's a whole nother issue. It's a whole nother issue that we'll discuss at another point. The bottom line is this. The Redskins can fire Jay Gruden. They can fire John Gruden. They could fire Jack Gruden. They could fire uh, uh, Beth Gruden. They could fire... Uh, Sherry Gruden, they could fire every Gruden known to mankind. None of it matters. 
None of it matters because the two men that are running the organization and that have obviously the most power, the most control, and the most say, and the most input are completely incapable of running an NFL franchise. And that has been proven for 20-plus years for Dan Snyder, and that has been proven here in Washington, D.C. for almost 10 years this December of Bruce Allen. So we're just shy of 10 years of Bruce Allen. And he is completely incapable of running an NFL organization into anything other than the freaking ground. So you can quote that. You can disagree with that. You're wrong. I'm right. I know what I'm talking about. And I've been saying this for seven, eight years. Bruce Allen is completely incapable of running this organization. The organization is a complete rotten carcass. He actually, Bruce Allen, said, quote, the culture is actually damn good, end quote. He's wrong. The culture is rotten to the core if there even is a culture. He went on to say people want to win and people work hard. That doesn't mean your culture is good, Bruce. That doesn't mean the culture is in place. What that means is, yes, people are getting paid handsomely to work hard and they want to win. Guess what? Every human being alive on planet Earth would rather win than lose in life, in football, in baseball, in anything. Just because you want to win and just because you show up to work and you work hard and you give an effort doesn't mean your culture is good, Bruce. Yet, he said, quote, the culture is actually damn good. And again, I'll say, no, it's not. And once again, the problem is Bruce Allen looks in the mirror and thinks he's doing everything right. And thinks the Redskins are in a good place. And he's the only one besides Dan Snyder, apparently, that thinks that. Apparently. I'm not even sure Dan Snyder thinks that. I don't think he thinks that. I don't think it's possible that he could possibly think that. Otherwise, A, you wouldn't be firing your head coach. And B, you wouldn't see the carnage that is infiltrating this franchise. Bruce Allen had the nerve to say the culture is absolutely, actually damn good. You can do with that whatever you want. When we come back, Bill Callahan has made a decision. We'll add to the news of the day with that decision and also supplement it with something we've heard. Next on the Locked on Redskins podcast, special edition, episode number 326, as Jay Gruden has been fired as head coach of the Washington Redskins, Bill Callahan, the interim head coach, and we continue along. Guys, make a memory that lasts a lifetime, and let the Vivid Seats app help you to get to your favorite live event. Enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout to earn a discount of up to $100. That's KICKOFF at the Vivid Seats app. And we're back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll wrap it up like this. Bill Callahan has said that Kevin O'Connell will be calling the offense starting this Sunday against the Miami Dolphins at 0-5. However, two big decisions that Bill Callahan has made, in addition to Kevin O'Connell calling the offense and running the offense, He said, quote, Dwayne Haskins is not a candidate to start right now. 
is how it is being termed from Bill Callahan's press conference. I don't have any more than that as I record this. I have to do this because of my family situation. But it doesn't look like Dwayne Haskins, barring a change, is going to start this Sunday. And that is the correct call, even against the pathetic, hapless, dreadful Miami Dolphins. He's not ready. That was proven time and time again. Everyone can sit here and argue that it's a black-white thing, that he was one of the smartest quarterbacks. It does. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's not a black-white thing. It's not that he isn't smart. It's that he's not ready yet. The system is extremely complicated. Why nobody will figure that out and understand that and say, well, just because he was smart coming out of Ohio State doesn't mean he's going to be smart and know it five weeks into his NFL career down pat the way you need to. If Bill Callahan who is replacing Jay Gruden, who is the chosen choice of the president and the owner. If Bill Callahan is saying he's not a candidate to start right now, he's not ready to play right now, what do you think that says? You think Jay Gruden was making that up? You think Jay Gruden just did that because he didn't like the kid? It's absolutely absurd, and it always was absurd. In addition to Kevin O'Connell running the offense... And obviously, as we've kind of speculated and talked about, Kevin O'Connell is going to be a prime candidate to be the next Redskins permanent head coach. Whether he will be or not, uh, there's a report from Jason Lockenfora that the Redskins are zeroing in on Mike Tomlin, who, oh, by the way, still has a job with the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, I guess his son goes to Maryland. Uh, Mike Tomlin is a stern disciplinarian. Um, and has had, obviously, a lot of success over the long term in Pittsburgh, but maybe on the way out there because of injury, uh, because of shortcomings, because of failure, what have you. Uh, In addition to Mike Tomlin, Kevin O'Connell, I would keep an eye on Todd Bowles, who, of course, the Redskins tried to hire as their new defensive coordinator for Greg Minuski over the offseason. He's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His defense is not very good right now, by the way, Uh, but he, of course, has Joe Gibbs, Doug Williams, and Redskins ties. Uh, and again could come back here for the head coaching opportunity after he turned down the defensive coordinator opportunity, which, by the way, nobody would blame him for. He's absolutely right. He's the smartest one of the bunch because nobody should have taken that job. Now, will somebody... Oh, so the one other thing that I heard, I don't know if this is verified or not. Apparently somebody uh, in the organization told me, that Kevin O'Connell called two preseason games. I don't know if that's for the entirety of the offseason uh, of the preseason games, like meaning every single offensive play, or if that was just for a portion. I'm not sure yet. Just wanted to pass that along. Apparently, two of the preseason games Kevin O'Connell called. So if that is true, which I believe it to be, and um, you know maybe he was calling some plays for uh, Dwayne Haskins in New Jersey. We don't know. If that is all true, it looks like Kevin O'Connell has some play-calling experience, albeit very small. Um, So I wanted to wrap up like this, saying this. Jay Gruden is a a good guy. I I enjoyed covering him. I enjoyed getting to know him. Uh, He's got a a little bit of a wild side to him. He's got a confrontational side to him. He's got a fun side to him. Uh, Jay Gruden deserved much, 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 much better than this organization, which is about as circus-like and about as dysfunctional as the federal government is, which is saying a lot in Washington, D.C. Jay Gruden is the only winner here. The losers are you guys, the fans, you guys, the customers, us in the media, 
you guys the fans, and you guys the customers, and you guys the fans, and you guys the customers, if that makes any sense. You guys are the only losers here. Jay Gruden wins because he gets out of Dodge, and he's going to get his money, apparently, unless something else changes in that regard. Good for Jay. He deserves his money. He won. He didn't win enough here. There's no doubt about that. Nobody would question that. Jay Gruden, in five years and five games, you know, just didn't win enough. We all know that, right? But if Jay Gruden, if Jay Gruden is to be charged and basically held primarily responsible for that, which, again, nobody would have a problem with at 35, 49, and 1, and getting a contract extension, whatever, if he is being held primarily responsible for that, how in the world does Bruce Allen still have his job? We, we can't do anything about Dan Snyder. Nobody can do anything about Dan Snyder unless he does something to himself that gets him thrown out of the NFL, which is not going to happen, Donald Sterling style, right? And probably it shouldn't happen. But Jay Gruden at 35-49-1, and 0-5 this year is being held responsible, as he should. How is he being held responsible, and yet Bruce Allen is there at a press conference taking questions and telling you that the culture is great and that they're close and that they're built to win and that everybody shares in the blame? Yet Bruce Allen still has a 10-ish million dollar per year job for now. I'll leave it at that. This is Locked on Redskins in honor of Joseph Russo, my brother, uh, who passed away over the weekend. I love you, Joe. Um, Sorry I have to do this this way, uh, and I'll miss you forever. Uh, Thanks for everybody for understanding. Um, If you... uh, want to honor my brother in some way, shape, or form, uh, please reach out to me, russellmania09 at gmail.com, russellmania09 at gmail.com. That's russellmania09 at gmail.com. Thanks, and and we'll see you soon.